honesty hour, I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You know, I think if you have a gift to keep it to yourself is selfish and yeah. <laughs> greedy. Like you have this amazing energy or this amazing talent, like give it back, um, you know, spread that. And that's just something that's been like super huge for me is like staying consistent, keeping up with the business because it is hard, especially when you do it yourself. You know, a lot of people fall in and out because it's a lot of money or something comes up or they don't have the time or they're distracted with a girlfriend or with this or with that. And you truly have to commit, like you have to give it your all. So welcome to Strange On Purpose. The Strange on Purpose podcast. Today, Izzy is on with Benny from Say Word, and you're doing some amazing stuff uh, with your clothing line, and uh, you in the vintage game, and you just as an individual, <laughs> and like going around and setting up shop at local festivals and stuff like that. Yeah. There's gonna be a ton of people that are listening, dude, that like probably have never been to Milwaukee before, probably don't know who you are, stuff like that. Yeah. And I like to start it off by saying, Answering these questions. Who are you? What do you do? And why do you do it? All right. So my name is Benny. Benny T. Uh, I run Say Word. I'm sole proprietor, owner, designer. The only thing I don't do is model and <laughs> photograph. I leave that to the professionals. Um, I run Say Word. I do it because it's my passion. I've always been a big nerd and always been uh, into art. Always went to art schools. Uh, so this is just the... Uh, tip of the iceberg of everything I'm passionate about and everything I love doing all bled into one so that's awesome thanks. where's the name come from dude so it started back in high school um, I used to paint a lot of graffiti mm -hmm. and my buddy wrote um, in one of the books uh, one of my black books he was like did his piece and then at the bottom he he wrote word up and we all said word like oh for sure oh word yeah totally and he wrote a W-E-R-D. And it's something so simple, but just like the misspelling of it was really eye-catching to me. Yeah. And then we had a buddy who would always say word. And so then we started kind of picking on him like, oh, yeah, say word, word. Because yeah. we knew that's what he was going to say because that's yeah. all he ever said. And so it kind of then developed into at the end of our tags writing like say dot, 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 word, say yeah. word. And, and then I was just like, Oh, I love this. I don't know <laughs> what about it aesthetically, but I just stuck with it. And I'd say since probably senior year of high school, so that would have been 10 years ago, mm -hmm. I had Say Word as like my handle on Instagram and Facebook and Tumblr and like yeah. everything. Like I, I just, I really liked it. Um, and then when I was going through names as to what to call Say the brand, um, I had a couple other things that I was kind of feeling. So I'm like, you know what, how can I actually make it look? Let me, let me just work on it. Just not just think about it, but yeah. actually portray it. And I did a couple other ones and it wasn't really feeling, it felt a little like cheesy or generic or like rip off of something. And then I was like, did a say word piece and I just fell in love with it. I 
the way that it looked so aggressive and bold it's very like easily identifiable it i felt like it had the like grungy like comic book video game like skateboard kind of like vibe to it yeah for sure um because it has that like weathered look to it um and then i stuck with it never changed it i did maybe one before that maybe this was the second design but once i found i'm like this is the logo this is it this yeah. is what i'm doing um and then it, it really felt like it was me because i'm already doing i already am identified as say word and at first i was worried i'm like i don't want it to be pretentious and make it about me but I just felt that it, it connected so well. It was relevant. It was catchy. Um, and it appealed to me. And knowing that the brand was just going to be me, right there I felt I set a tone of, I'm my own boss. Yeah. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> you That's know, who, so dope. Who's going to tell me no? Like, this is my drop. This exactly. is my brand. So. That's so dope, dude. Cool. And seeing, like, I mean, seeing it start from its infancy, right? Where you were just developing the name and stuff like that. So I'm, crazy. I'm sure that like where you stand today is just leaps and bounds away from where you started. So bizarre. Talk about, talk <laughs> about how long have you been working on this project? So I officially launched beginning of June of 2017. Okay. Say word officially. Yeah. 2017. So okay. just past that like two completely full year mark. So nice. Let's yeah. talk about those two years, dude. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get into it. So there's a ton of people that might be listening, might be watching right now that are thinking about taking that leap, right? Taking that, that bet on themselves. Like, yo, I want to start this brand or yo, I want to start this company or something mm -hmm. like that. I think we both have a good sense of, holy shit, this isn't just <laughs> flowers and everything yeah. like that. There, a lot of stuff goes into this. Yeah. Talk about what has all go gone into it for you and what you've kind of experienced in these last two years. Well, so I've always been into like clothing and stuff and always worked jobs since I was 10 years old. Uh, my grandfather uh, owned a grocery store. So growing up in business, like always like hard work. And that was what I knew I was getting into because to start a business, like if it was easy, literally everybody would be doing it and succeeding. It seems like a lot of people are doing it, but who's truly succeeding and sticking with it and pursuing it. And I felt that going into it, I needed to stay consistent. I needed to dedicate a lot of time. Uh, I was at a manager position at Beller Cantina and I was there for about three and a half years and I left to do say word full time pretty mm -hmm. much. Um, and I knew it was going to be a sacrifice, that guaranteed check and the benefits, all that was out the window. But with me getting a little bit older and I, at the time I only had one daughter, single parent, I was like, I need, I need this to work. Mm -hmm. I, I have no choice. It's going to work because you only fail if you give up. Right. And I knew I'm hardheaded. I'm not going to give up. You know, I'm not yeah. a quitter. And <clears throat> so that was huge for me is like really understanding like what I was getting into and I worked at Moda 3 as well for a while. Oh, dope. And having a lot of talks with the guys there, especially Eric Hilo, um, one of the owners. Yeah. Like he, he's just like a ball of enlightenment. You yeah. know, like just some of the real stuff he told me really stuck with me. And so a lot of it was like just prep and like research and figuring out what I wanted to do before I did it. Um, and Eric actually really helped me. <clears throat> he hit me with anybody can and is making t-shirts. What are you doing that's so different than everybody else? Yeah. Be more than just a t-shirt brand. And that really stuck with me. And I tell myself that every day is what are you doing different? How can you separate yourself? 
Um, and so a lot of these lessons from people like, <clears throat> excuse me, my grandfather, my uncles, uh, people like Kilo, other people I worked with, was being consistent, having confidence in what you do, um, you know, don't be afraid to be your biggest critic because that's that's what I am. Like that first collection I did back in June uh, 2017, we had a release party. My mom owned a boutique on Brady Street at the time and just did a huge event. And at the time it was just four t-shirts. And I was like, man, this is crazy. This is awesome. Selling stuff, hats and this and that. And then things just started happening, getting more people reaching out to me to do more events, event, yeah. event, event. And then people started like, actually recognizing it and people that I you know that first like six months you're in that bubble of like everybody you know buying stuff they want to support but can you survive after that can you pass that first year can you pass that sophomore slump of that second year because it's hard because to keep stuff fresh and to keep stuff rotating and that's kind of my my method behind the madness of like my my personal collections that I release is like the small limited drop because Uh, keep it exclusive keep it limited keep demand up allow people to have like a unique piece of streetwear that they know there's only one of 10 in the world um so it was it was just a lot of learning i like we talked about before we started recording is like i'll do a collection and i'll I'll get ready to email it to printing. And I'm like, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Delete everything. Yeah. Uh, this collection I've been working on for about five months. And wow. it was like design, delete, design, delete. Because I want it to be the best that I can. You know, yeah. like I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm excited for it. And so I really want to hit the nail. And again, with me being my own boss, like there's no real timeline. You know, right. it's not like I'm big enough to where someone's like, hey, dude, you posted you're dropping something in July. Where is it? Yeah. You know, like it's not it's not like that yet. And that's cool. I'm still in that in-between phase to where like locally I'm definitely growing and gaining a lot of steam. And um, country-wise, I'm doing a lot of like vintage stuff, a lot nope. of sales all over the country, which has been huge and amazing. That community is so awesome. Dude, it's it's... We can chat on that later, but it's yeah. one of the, the coolest communities out there. It is. They're down for collaborations Very all the time, unique. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so I did specifically just say we're just the private label for that first, God, until probably December of 2018. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I was like, you know, I collect, always been a huge nerd, Marvel, DC, video games, anime. That's like my forte. Yeah. Um, why not incorporate it with the brand? Because I spend all this time and effort into a collection that took me four months. Well, if people don't vibe with that collection and they waited all this time, well, now they're losing interest. They don't care as much. But having that vintage, new items all the time, new pieces that not only people can relate to because it's something they like, but it has that nostalgia. It, it reminds them of something. It's more than a t-shirt. Yep. It's a childhood memory from when they went to Florida and had this Mickey shirt. Or I remember when my dad had that Marvel Cyclops shirt. Yeah. Like, and having that personal con- connection with something, it just even a glimpse of a memory, like 
that stuff's priceless. And so people are just like, they connect so well with that. And, and that's taken, say, word from like local streetwear, unique clothing to like, boom, like he's doing a lot of stuff. And oh, I do yeah. the toys too. I do all the collectibles. So yeah. like all that stuff. It's just, it's meshed like all these communities together. Yeah. And that's like exactly what I want. That's so dope, dude. And you mentioned it's more than just a t-shirt, right? And yeah. you meant like... I just finished, you know, the hundreds, correct? I'm yeah. guessing. All right, so I just finished Bobby Hundreds' book. So good. So good. So good. <laughs> and he talks about that. I mean, it's literally the title of his book is more than just, more than a T-shirt. Exactly. And I I sat through and read throughout the entire book. I never was really into hardcore streetwear, right? I was also I was always this guy that. Eh, I don't know. Maybe I'll keep it casual. Maybe I'll spend a little bit money. Like I was yeah. in between. Yeah. And something like I read that book and went through the. I actually uh, listened to it on Audible nice. and read. I mean, I was through that book so fast. My girlfriend was like, "Yo, you gonna spend time with me?" I was like, "No, I'm list- I'm reading a book." Yeah. And like I would just go into the room and just listen. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because Brema Brema was laughing. He's like, "Hi, you're gonna start a streetwear brand?" I was like, "No," but it's crazy the things that Bobby was saying in that book that apply to more than just starting a t-shirt brand. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's not just a t-shirt brand. It's the community that, that follows, follows that <laughs> yeah. is surrounded by this, this clothing, the hundreds and this company or whatever, whatever yeah. it is. And it really applied to like what we were, what we are doing and yeah. what we're going to be doing in the next like coming months, years, whatever, decades, yeah. hopefully. Um, and it's really, really dope. Uh, just seeing Bobby grow through that in, through that book was so yeah. dope. And it was funny you brought it up. So it's I started this little I started this specifically this segment kicks and thrifts because of that. I wanted to show people that are listening today um, that entrepreneurship isn't just hey I'm. I'm starting this tech brand or I'm starting mm-hmm. this agency. It's much, much more. And yeah. I wanted to show off like, hey, look at these amazing communities that are following these people um, that are powering these brands to go from his house to, oh my gosh, he's in LA right now. Or yeah. like, honestly, like I was relating it back to even sneakers. Like I have a pair of Pumas. Um, it's a Puma Motorola collab and they're, to a lot of people out there, it's just another pair of shoes, right? Mm-hmm. But to me, as you start listening to my story and everything like that, you realize, oh, wow, his uncle, uh, one one of his only uncles passed away and he worked for Motorola for 28 years. Yeah. And that's what was like, that's a powerful story, right? right? That's Those are the type of stories mm-hmm. I want to grab. And those yeah. are the type of things that people like attract people. Like yeah. right now... I find myself looking at Puma before I go and look at Nike or Adidas because I want to see, are they going to drop more Motorola stuff? Like, what else do they have up their Mm -hmm. sleeve? I just had a guy, his name's Matthew Growney. He actually, he does, he controls a a lot of collaborations between Puma and So Designer. Um, I just had him on the podcast. It was really, really dope. Um, Explain what all goes into a collab a collaboration process, like design, everything like that. Also talked about how we invest in these brands and stuff like that. It was yeah. really, really dope, right? Yeah. Like, especially from my side. Like, yeah. I went outside and I was all energetic. Some people aren't the same way as me out there. Mm-hmm. So they're like, uh, cool, man. But yeah. like, at the all end right. of the day, that's the stuff that energizes <laughs> yeah. me. Like, I'm like, oh, 
that's dope. Like, yeah, that could be me in mm -hmm. 35 years or something like that. Yeah. And it was really, really dope. But everything that you've got going, right, with Say Word, um, what kind of pushed you into the vintage game? And why Why are you, uh, is it is it because you're still, you're going to be working on your, the, the clothing, the specific private label while you're still vintage? Yeah, yeah. so that's, that's the plan is like, you know, I try and do at least one, if not two collections every season. Okay. Um, that 2018 was just like, out of hand, I just could not stop dropping collections. I think I might have done one, two, three, four, five. I think I did six or seven collections wow. in 2018. And it was just, you know, kind of this personal pressure. There was no yeah. pressure on the outside, but I want to make it work. So I want to make sure I'm still coming out with stuff constantly. And I incorporated the vintage because, um, you know, I... I have two kids. I got a new new baby, four weeks old. Congrats, so, dude. I thank forgot you. to tell you that. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. And yeah, so <clears throat> new baby. And so it's like, I don't want to do this for a couple of years. Like, I don't want to just be online. Like, my goal is to have a storefront, to continue to build, to have a place that my family can work in, to, uh, you know, indulge in this culture and to experience what what I love yeah. and, and to build a lifestyle with it. And that's the big thing that like I've always wanted for, for myself and for Say Word is to to open my own business and to have a place that's more than like just a store, um, a place for people to gather and to learn and to shop and sell their stuff, trade stuff. Like it's it's something that's always been very important to me. And I've always been a collector of, of like I said, figures and like vintage, like personal clothing, like a lot of jerseys and like yeah. Marvel stuff. So being able to give it back and share that, um, you know, I think if you have a gift to keep it to yourself is selfish yeah. and greedy. Like you have this amazing energy or this amazing talent, like give it back, um, you know, spread that. And that's just something that's been like super huge for me is like staying consistent, keeping up with the business because it is hard, especially when you do it yourself. You know, a lot of people fall in and out because it's a lot of money or something comes up or they don't have the time or they're distracted with a girlfriend or with this or with that. And you truly have to commit, like you have to give it your all. Because 100%. if you, if you, my grandpa used to tell me, my Nanu who owned the store, if you're going to do something half-assed, why do it at all? Like <laughs> you're wasting your time. That's why a grandpa you, saying, but yeah. it's so true. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> oh, it's so true. And it's like, well, true. I mean, if I'm going to take, Time is the one thing you can never get more of. Yeah. And you need to utilize that and really cherish the time you have and do it the best you can. Like now what I do is um, I have my office in the same building I live, which is extremely convenient. Nice. So, you know, in the mornings, I'll be making breakfast, get my seven-year-old to sit down, hand the other baby off to my fiance so she can feed her. I'll run upstairs. I'll take a couple product shots, come back down, make sure she's still eating, weigh up the stuff. Like it's hard. Yeah. It is hard. It's a lot of – my friends always used to say, dude, like you got a lot of plates spinning. And I always used to counter them back like when's the last time I dropped one. Yeah. Like it's just – it's multitasking. You just you just do it. Like life is hard. Business is hard. But if you want it, like you have to fight for it. Like yep. especially in this day and age when you can just start up a brand like that, when you can do this so quickly. Oh, I can draw this on my tablet, send it to a place, print it, and I can sell it. Yeah. It might be one of the most fire shirts I've ever seen, but, but what else? Yeah. And I think – 
Milwaukee has that problem of it being so small that you face uh, people being so clicky that they almost sometimes don't want to support other small brands yep. because their friend has a brand. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you can you know, you can yeah. still support, you can still grow and and that's one thing that I think Milwaukee's finally starting to get better at is mm-hmm. having that openness. Um but you know, I I don't know. I I love it. I honestly haven't been this happy probably ever yeah. in my life. And I've always been super self-conscious and very critical. And I've never like I've been like proud of stuff, but like I've never been truly proud of like anything for whatever reason. I'm just I'm very hypercritical of myself. Like it's to the point where some people will say it's a downfall. But where I've brought and say a word in two and a half years, and what I've done as a father, both by myself with my first daughter and with now my partner on our second already, like fatherhood and business owner are like the only two things. And like, I'm running with that because I'm like, okay, what else do I need? Like I found my niche. Like I'm only, I'm about to be 28. So I'm still young, like very young in my eyes I see. And I have a seven and a half and a four week old. Like this is like really the beginning, like this is, yeah. this so much has happened, but this is like, no, we're running with it now. Like this is my future. Like this is what I want. And like, I'm not going to stop. Like, I love it. Like That's love so it. dope, dude. So. That is so dope. <laughs> I, I honestly, like, I cannot imagine the position you're in. And even to like, I mean, like you said, you're ju- you're juggling all these plates, right? You got your seven year old, you have your four week old, you have your business, yeah. uh, you have your fiance and just like, I can barely take care of myself and my girlfriend <laughs> half the time. And yeah. I commend you for everything that you're doing on Thank a daily you. basis, dude. That's, that's I so dope. It. And like you, t- you mentioned Milwaukee. Um, there's a lot of people listening that maybe aren't from the city or anything okay. like that, but we, we chat about Milwaukee a lot here. Yeah. Um, because I honestly, of the four founders, uh, the only one that's technically not a transplant is Eric. And okay. he's from Port Washington. Okay. So just outside. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'm from Chicago. Oh, so uh, originally from Chicago, then moved up here about seven, eight years ago now. Oh, okay. So uh, still a while. Yeah. yeah, I've been up here for a while. <laughs> Q, same, same, uh, same amount of time. Brahma came up here in high school. Okay. And but we've seen other areas, right? We've been able to experience other areas, and mm-hmm. I've been like in Chicago, people collaborate they support each other um while yes at the end of the day there is a lot of competition everything like that i think a lot of kind of what milwaukee struggles with is that that clickiness and like you said it's milwaukee for a reason everybody wants to support their friends and everything like that yeah but i think at the end of the day in order for the city to grow especially like dude just based off like i started this segment i think two months ago and just the designers that I've had on and overall the people that want to start brands and yeah. want to start their own thing, I think we need to want to help other people, right? right? And in order for not Huge. only ourselves to grow, but ha- in order for the the city to grow and like we want all these cool things, right? We want Cross things those that- bridges. Exactly. Literally and figuratively for those who don't know about Milwaukee. Oh, like, yeah. Like they say, we are the most segregated city in, in the United States and the way that it was built back in the day were these bridges because the founders of Milwaukee had so many arguments that that's why all the bridges go east to west yep. because that's how they wanted to separate it and it, it's it's crazy and like you said that 
like that was the big thing I did on my my first live stream last night was I want to give information like so many people like I'm not saying you got to blow up the spot and say where you're getting this stuff but let people know like I had a buddy message me last night say, hey, dude, thanks for letting me know about the difference in like champion jerseys tags because I was talking about tags and on how the screen printed uh, NBA logo yeah. from early 90, uh, you know, 92 to 95. And if it's stitched, it's from 95 to 02. Just, just little facts to help people learn stuff. Like people are so hesitant to give out secrets, mm-hmm. secrets, Se- because yeah. they don't want other people to come up. But it's like this is supposed to be a community. Like we're supposed to be building this together. It's only a community if there's community. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. you start shutting people out. It can't be controlled by it, one person. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it shouldn't work that way. And I again, like I'm not telling people like, oh, I find all this good stuff at this store on Wednesdays. You yeah. know what I mean? But here, this is here's something to know about single stitch and learning about checking dates on shirts and recognizing, you know, Nike era clothing tags, like even just little stuff you, you see, so, especially on social media, someone will like ask a question and people like jump down their throat. I'm yeah. like, dude, this, this kid's trying to learn, like yeah. help him out. Like, Oh, you know the answer. Okay. So give it to him and save all these negative comments after yours. Like, exactly. Just, I want the community to grow. Like, I I have so many friends be like, wait, is that really the price for that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I don't want you don't get into clothing to get rich. Yeah. You don't. Like, yes, you can become very wealthy down the line, but that's very, very, very few. You know, it's like NBA stuff. Like oh, yeah. you can be really good at basketball, but you're not gonna make it to the NBA. Right. Like that's it's just facts. I'm not trying to be like you said, I'm not trying to be like Bobby Hundreds, I'm not trying to be supreme, but to Maybe one day even get close to that, to that community, to that love, to what they've given back to the culture. God, even 20% of what they've done, I would feel truly accomplished. Yeah. Um, but it's just crazy that people are like that. And I'm so down. I'm always like, oh, that's not – oh, you thought that was this kind of shirt? No, it's actually this. Yeah. Like, it's all about information. And that's one thing that I want people – to like really learn about say word is like, <clears throat> I'm always down to help. I'm always down to educate. Um, I'm always down to just be there, yeah. whether it be actually vintage streetwear, clothing related collectibles, or if you're just like, Hey, I'm starting a brand or Hey, can you check out this artwork? What do you think? Or I have friends like, Oh, what programs do you use? Like, yeah, just give, give these people answers. Like that's all they want. It's not harmless. Like <clears throat> people are like, Oh, well what if they start, you know, doing better than you? I'm like, then I'm then I'm messing up. Yeah, like that's not exactly. that's not their fault. That's yep. good to them. I'm happy that the information or whatever I gave them is helping them succeed. I need to put that energy then into myself. Like I don't know. Everyone always views it as a competition, and it's like, dude, it's not a race. Like mm-hmm. it's a marathon. All you got to do is finish and enjoy right. doing it because that's what's most important is like I've always people always work like well I need money for bills I need this I need that you do totally but if I can do this with two kids and still put food on the table and get my daughter to school to and from and have her in karate and swim and soccer and be there for my fiance and cook dinner every night like yo it's it's hard again super hard my friends always tell me like I don't know how you do it but it like I said you just you just do it and that's literally what I just try and do with say word is like Stop beating yourself up. Stop hypercritical, like being hypercritical of yourself. Just go after it and do it because it's just you. And 
maybe the collection you come out with isn't going to be the hottest thing and you're going to sit on shirts because it's happened. I've yeah. done four designs, 100 t-shirts, 25 each, and two months later, I'm still sitting on 50. Mm-hmm. Well, that's business. That's life. You're not going to always hit a gold mine. Like, right. But I think that happens to people and then they get discouraged and it's like, dude, just keep going. Like fight through that stuff. Like it, you can't win without sacrifice. Yeah. Like you, you – it's tricky. It is balanced. And I think some people just aren't built for it. I right. think being brought up in business um, and just facing the diversities like growing up, I just – I had a lot of people extremely close to me like pass away when I was – my my Nana passed away when I was in eighth grade like very abruptly. Uh, and then I had a – my best friend Sorry took his that. own life. Yeah, my best friend took his own life my senior year of high school. Had another good friend take her own life a year later. Um, and then all my grandparents pretty much passed in like a four-year period. My three remaining grandparents. And that was like once you don't have grandparents, you kind of lose like almost a sense of identity because they're like always anchors of your family. 100%. And so, you know, you just see how precious life is and what truly should be important to you and what matters right exactly and when you leave whether you leave at 20 you know if you pass at 27 or 48 or like my grandpa who passed at 94 like you i just want to know that what i did on my time here was worth it and that i left values and morals and hopefully money for for my kids to be happy to be successful and not have it be so sad that their dad's gone or that this person's gone or this person, but like, you know, like, damn, they taught me so much. Yeah. And now they're going to live through me because I'm going to take their energy and those morals and I'm going to pass it on to my daughters and apply it to my business. And if you truly embrace that, like, I I don't think you can fail. Like you, you run with it, and if it's that important, you make it happen. I dig that, so. dude. I dig that. What do you think the the most pivotal moment in your life has been? I know it's a tough question. Becoming a single parent. Okay. So when my daughter was 11 months old, uh, her mother and I split, and I had full custody. Well, pretty much I, especially once she started school, I have her from like Sunday nights uh, until Fridays after school. And she was the first baby I'd ever held, first diaper I'd ever changed. And I was young. You know, I was 20 years old. Yeah. So to be like, wait, what? Yeah. You know, like, I, have to, I have to do this by myself. And pretty much I cut out the bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like I, I still like drank and smoked and partied when I had free time a little bit. But I would have three and a half days with her and three and a half days without. So I would work like 42 hours in three and a half days so I didn't have to work when I had her. I didn't want to find a babysitter for my one-year-old. Right. Again, not everybody's privileged enough to have that kind of situation. But for me, it was what was important to me. I'm not going to work when I have my kid. Like I didn't believe in that. So yeah. 40, 45 hours a week from like Friday to Monday and then I'd have my daughter from Tuesday to Thursday um, and then once she started school, just taking it over and having to truly mature and do it myself. Like my mom was the only family member that I had that could help. My sisters don't live in Wisconsin. My dad and I at this time didn't talk. Um, so I was doing it by myself and it was, I wouldn't have had it any other way, you know, like it made me grow and taught me the different values of stuff and 
my cousin always tells me, he's like, dude, you, it's hard because you're the only 28-year-old. He's like 40. So he's like, you're the only 28-year-old I know. So when I work with other people your age, I'm like, why are you guys so immature? But then I just realized, yep. well, dude, you're 28. You've, you have your own business. You have two kids. Like, yep. It's a different plateau. And, um, you know, it's just, it was, it was definitely the best thing to happen to me because it kept, it, it put me on the right path. Yeah. It kept me straight because I was in a point in my life where I could have gone one of two ways. Mm-hmm. I could have gotten in a lot of trouble and messed around with people I didn't need to be involved with, or I could do the path I did and I wouldn't change it for the world. I I I loved it. I loved being a single parent. It yeah. was great. And now the relationship my daughter and I have is like insane. Like That's she's awesome, definitely dude. daddy's girl. Like, <laughs> <clears throat> definitely my like Robin to my Batman. Like yeah. for sure. She's the sidekick. So stoked to be a big sister. <laughs> um, so yeah, my, my having that first kid and then that was like life changing. And then having number two is like, that's like I hit I hit the NAS, you yeah. know, like yeah. I shifted and I hit the NAS and I'm going like no, dude, like it's and now it's on, like no stop, yep. like go go go. I always tell my buddies like I thought you were already too busy and packed as it is. Now you have another kid. Yeah. How are you doing it? I'm just like I don't know. <laughs> you just do, you just do. I don't know, but it it works and it's. I love that you awesome. just do. I love that. Yeah, I love just, that. Like, that's yeah. That's I. So. Everything that you have going, do you, do you mind me asking what your nationality is? Uh, I'm Italian. Italian, I'm 100% okay. Italian. That's Sicilian. Where I figured. I'll get yelled at by relatives if I speak differently. I'm 100% Sicilian. Okay, so, so. I, I kind of figured you're <laughs> Italian or Sicilian. Um, so obviously somebody with that nationality, um, I'm 100% Puerto Rican, shaped me like no other. Um, yeah. And I mean, I grew up in a suburb of Chicago that was very Caucasian, um, ton of Italians out there. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some very strong uh, Italian families. What what kind of family values did they instill in you at a young age that's still like present to That like work ethic. Yeah. And it's like, it's so heavy. So um, you've lived here for a while. Gloriosos mm-hmm. on Brady Street. Yeah. It's my grandfather. Oh, okay. So deep, nice. deep, deep, deep Milwaukee roots. Like they came here when he was a boy. He was a fruit peddler in the third ward with his dad, like with a cart. Mm-hmm. Went, started making their own wine. Because obviously if you have fruit that's starting to go bad, you ferment it, you make wine. Yeah. Don't lose any product and maximize it. And now you're charging more for stuff that went bad. Yeah. So, you know, he, he grew, he literally made a lot of something out of a whole lot of nothing. And taking just his life and what he did and always putting his family first, um, was huge. Like my, my grandfather died in the house that my mom was raised in a block wow. away from the store because he always had to have his eye on it. Yeah. You know, even when he couldn't go anymore, like he'd sit in his window and be like, make sure <laughs> not, nothing's going on yeah. over there. And just that, like that, like workhorse ethic of <clears throat> don't do it half-ass care about your work and care about the people because, um, he, they had this like really cheesy hand painted sign, and I still think about it. It was um, quality is long remembered after price is forgotten, mm. and it's so true because yep. my Nanu connected with everybody. People didn't care what the price was because they knew what they were getting was top quality, and they were going to have an experience with my Nanu being there. He'd sit at the register and he'd talk to everybody. 
you know, when, when my Nana passed away, just out of respect for him and the family, and I'm not kidding you, we had a, a wake visitation. We had like a thousand people in line. Oh, it, wow. it went around the block of people because of the influence he's had on people's lives and his passion for, it was more than just groceries. It was neighborhood and city love yeah. and give back. Like he loved Milwaukee. He loved Brady Street and just seeing again everything he did and the very clear influence he had on the community, on these people's lives. Like I have people that come in the store <clears throat> that are like my age and they'll be like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And we'll kind of chat and he'll be like, you know, you're Nanu, blah, 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 blah. You used to give me a sucker every, every Sunday when I'd come in with my dad. Like you got, <clears throat> you got 20 year olds all the way up to 90 year olds who talk to me about my grandfather and wow. everything they did for him. And <clears throat> he was the kind of guy to where, Oh, you need bread? Okay, I'll go ahead, take it. Well, I can't pay you till next week. Well, don't worry about it, take it. Next week, he the guy still doesn't have the money. Well, I still need more bread. Well, here, have bread. Because he wanted to make sure that you were taken care of. What's a dollar fifty? Yeah. And again, now my nana would have said and did say, Joe, stop doing that. Yeah. You're doing it too much. But what does it matter? Because at the end of the day, you're still succeeding you're still doing well and if you give a couple of free things away to make sure that these people in your community are living and they're mm -hmm. put, being able to put something on their table like that's what it's about it's about so much more than business and and that's what i think they taught me was make your money and have your business but realize it's it's so much bigger than that yeah you can be so much bigger than that and you should be because like literally so cheesy and i'm <laughs> so sorry but like the classic like spider-man like with great power comes great responsibility and 100%. if you have yep. if you have that ability to help people and give back in any form or fashion like i said like if you have that gift give back like this world the state that we're in we could all use people putting out a little bit more positivity and that's like my goal is like this ball of energy and positivity and everything I've learned and everything my grandparents taught me. Like I want to spread that. I want to get, I think everybody could benefit from hearing other people's morals and values and growing up because you can learn something. Yep. That's so powerful, yeah. dude. And yeah. it's, it's crazy, but it's instilled in us in a young age and you're like, Oh my gosh, not this again. Yeah. But then you get to our age and you're like, Oh, wait, I, I need to hear that one more time. Yeah, so or, cheesy, but so true. Yeah, exactly. So real. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's, yeah. it's crazy. And it's, it's, like I said, it's something that you don't come to appreciate until you get to a certain age. Mm -hmm. um, Almost but, until you need it. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's like that, that tool in your pocket that you didn't even know about. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait, I already know. Yeah. This is what I should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Or, so. That's yeah. so true. <laughs> So what's what's next for you, dude? What's what's next for the brand? What's next? You got another daughter on the way? No, or something? God, no, God, oh no, two, two, and I'm done. My girl's like, get a vasectomy. I'm like, honestly, you might be honest on. No, 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 no. Um, personal life, just just staying and getting ready for the school year and getting the girls ready for for life and instilling what I can. Say awesome. word wise. Um, got the event at Trusted Kicks this Saturday, Vintage Pop-Up. Uh, I have another event at Dream Lab at cool. the end of the month, All Hands on Deck. It's the third one we've done. Great great spot, great group of guys. Uh, Mighty Con Milwaukee, September 7th, comic book convention. Love doing those. Nice. Um, 
Do you vend at um, MSX by chance? Yeah, I do. Okay, I cool. do. This I've done three, and they just released the date for October. Just saw that. That's so why I'll be I doing October. I did three tables this last year. Wow! And it actually went insane. Really? I sold like forty jerseys. Oh my! It gosh. was. Because everyone brings shoes. Oh, or like, yeah. If they bring clothes, they, they're bringing like Supreme or like yep. Bape. And I had all my vintage plus that. There was a couple like Goodland, who you guys have had on. Yeah. He, the homie, he's a good guy. He was there, a couple other people. but Yeah, he told me he wants a ball soon. I got to hit him up because I, I'm having the itch to play oh, some basketball soon. I balled yesterday. A, oh. little, a, little, a little sore and a little beat up. <laughs> if you're but, not watching the YouTube uh, feed, he does have a rap <laughs> on his knee, but it's okay. <laughs> See what happens when you have two kids. I went from 28 to 58 like that. Immediately. Um, but yeah, I'm always down to hoop. Anytime. Anybody listening in Milwaukee, I'm always down to hoop. Dope. Hit me up. We'll where's the where's your go-to court, if you don't mind me asking? If I have a short time frame, I'll go to like Hartford, which is like on the UWM campus. Yeah. Because it's like a tiny, like mm-hmm. full court. So like perfect for like three on threes. Yeah. Um, otherwise, honestly, wherever. I'll, I'll play at like the pumping station or I've played in like Bayview a couple times. Yeah. I used to go to UWM a lot. My buddy used to get me into like the Klotchke Center. Okay. Um, but yeah, wherever. We but were yeah. supposed to go to a three-on-three tournament today, actually. Oh, sick. I literally, I looked at the schedule. It was a three-on-three tournament in Chicago. I looked at the schedule. I was like, well, I cannot cancel on Say Word. I cannot <laughs> cancel. And then looked at the time. We still could have made it. It was six, and I was like, I'm not trying to sit in traffic. We're not going. Yeah, uh, that, especially that time. Yeah, exactly. Oh, especially, yeah. I, I already know. I've been known. And but the whole freeways under construction, still, ter- again. Terrible. <laughs> it's but, so like, most of the time, I live in Greenfield right now. Okay. And some small apartment in Greenfield. Um, but moving, hopefully, it, to Bayview in the ne- by next summer. Okay. Um, but I'll hoop in Bayview, and then I'll also hoop in, dude, Greenfield, I don't it's just different out there. They have some of the nicest courts, like outdoor courts I've ever yeah, seen. I'm like, I can see that. <laughs> uh, who's funded this? It's all Milwaukee County Parks. I was like, why isn't this over there? Literally. Oh, we know why. Yeah. <laughs> we know why. We talked about it. Exactly. Exactly. Milwaukee, but what's next? Sorry, I um, cut you no, off. No, that's okay. Um, I have a new collection coming out um, end of August, beginning of September. Um, all anime themed again, limited drop. There's probably going to be like 10 of each shirt with a coordinating hat. Some pretty cool stuff. Um, always new vintage coming in, always new collectibles coming in. I've been averaging like 30 new items a week on the website. Don't do so We're talking like over a hundred a month of new things. And, uh, like I said, I started doing the live streaming. So it's like half informative, half like, here's my thrift haul. Here's everything I cop today. Um, so starting to do that more. Um, and that's it. It's doing story sales. So if anyone you want yeah. to cop stuff before it hits the website, always always doing good stories. What's sales. the website? The website is www.sayword.co. Uh, and the Instagram is at saywordclothing. And again, that's Dope. sayword, S-A-Y-W-E-R-D, clothing. Dope, <laughs> so, Dope dude. That's awesome. And I see. like something different that we're going to do uh, on the kicks I'm going to do on the kicks and third segment is um, I want to have you on in six months to a year from now and see how you've grown. Just Uh see how say word has grown. Have you pivoted? Like, I want to know like, yo, I'll tell you straight up like six months from now, if we've, 
if we failed, I'm still going to be doing this type of thing. Yeah. Um, so, like, I want to know, like, yo, have you triumphed? Have you struggled it with a design since you launched mm-hmm. your last design? Stuff like that. Yeah. So, I'd love to have you on in the next six to eight months, depending yeah. on what it is. Hopefully, we have some better furniture in here. We're currently mm-hmm. looking at um, a different setup in here. Dope. But I think, like... This was awesome, dude, and yeah, I appreciate yeah. you jumping on with me, and I yeah, look forward to seeing the new drop and yeah. how you got, how you grow from here on out. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, dude. I yeah, no problem. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, man. That's dope, dude. Definitely.